Hey all of you out there in Aorzea, welcome to She Heals, I Tank, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Today Sometimes. is Friday, you son of a bitch, <laughs> Friday, August 24th, and this is episode 135 of the shit podcast. I'm your host, Vegan Pete, aka Flammy Pete, aka Sick Pete. Always by my side is the lovely. Hey guys. And uh, wonderful. Javi Ale here. And annoying. I had to remind you that, you know, we weren't here last week, so you're saying your weekly podcast, except for last week. Just kidding. <laughs> this is the part where I usually say thank you for being here, Avi, but I don't want to do that this week. I don't get my weekly compliment. I said lovely and I said wonderful. That's a that's a twofer. That's a twofer? All right. You can say my name in it. Hopefully, <laughs> my voice holds up for this. I'm still a little phlegmy. And then we apologize to anyone with us on Twitch. Um, we don't know why the video is laggy. We've done everything we can. Our internet is uh, crap. Yes. So, thank you, for everyone, joining us here live at twitch.tv slash tank or listening via the podcast. We're glad to have you. Apologies for being off, off air last week. Uh, mm, I think the first time that we've actually not been able to have time to make up the episode the same week. Yeah. Well, you you kept not feeling well. Yeah. I mean, the very next day when I... Like, my original plan was, okay, I'm sick on Friday. We'll do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow, I talked to you for a minute. I said, how did my voice sound? And you, sound, you said, it sounds like it hurts. Yeah. I'm like, that's because it fucking does. <laughs> okay. Um, and and then by Sunday, he still wasn't good. And at that point, I said, if we're not doing it by Sunday, you may as well just put it off until the following week. Yeah. So apologies for being off last week. I don't, I don't I think really, you need to apologize, Pete. I think... I think I do. No. Because I like to apologize. I must be half Canadian. I don't know. <laughs> you know, he was sick. Thank you. We, I, instead of apologizing, I want to say thank you to our listeners for understanding that uh, our health comes first. Yes. Everyone was very cool about yes. it. Very, very Wishing nice. Wishing me... Lots of get betters and wish you well. Yeah, wishy wells. Kind of felt like I was dying. It kind of sounded like you were dying. These people, I don't, I don't have. He was much sober time for like a whole week. You guys, like, I didn't, I didn't know who he was. He was, <laughs> was in a haze. I'm still in a haze. A little out of it. I was like, you sh- are you? I actually, there was one day I was like, are you high? <laughs> I asked you, did you smoke today? I'm like, no, I'm fucking sick. <laughs> I just don't feel good. <laughs> so but you know it actually worked out really well because uh in the sense that really there wasn't a whole lot of content isn't a lot of content so and it's a good that we didn't have that break when there was unfortunately i'm not the type of person who's sick and it's like okay i'm gonna game all day i'm like no i'm laying on the couch i'm throwing on a movie and i'm falling asleep 20 times during this movie when i was growing up uh in my, in our household my mom was always said if you were well enough to play a video game then you are well enough to go to school so like it's kind of bullshit, but yeah, it's my mom's rule. You know, I'm just not that type of person. I'm right, like, I have to like concentrate on shit. Well, like, that's what I, I mean. just want to zone out. That's what I'm saying. So when you are sick enough that you don't want to play, I know you're really sick. That was my point. And that's how I was. Mm-hmm. All right, continue. we had a couple of resubs from last week that I need to shout out. We have Eskimonophono for nine months. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. And Real Chili is our first yearly. 12 month subscriber so thank you so much for that Chili. i think i think we need to like give give people like at fan if they show up at fan fest which i'm still holding you to that chili like some sort of like golden tiara or something that says golden like golden tiara a golden tiara that's where i went but it's like shaped like poop and it says like 
12 months or one year or something. And then so anyone who's at FanFest who's been subscribed to our show for a year gets like a, a shit tiara. <laughs> Earlier you were saying that you were the best beer cupcake maker in the world. Yeah. So how about a beer cupcake with a golden shit on top of it. No, that sounds like too much work that has a very short shelf life. Tiaras, I could make weeks in advance and they'll still be good. <laughs> I like that better. Uh, no, but I actually did promise Chili a cupcake. So we'll see how that, that works out. Um, but, but And we also, uh, Super Nerd Dalton actually just subbed for us for 10 for months 10 in a row. 10 months. Yeah, he's working towards It's like we've year. been doing this for a while or something. We're kind of professional-ish. A little bit. And I actually think Wando could have gotten to the year first, but I think he missed a month. And unfortunately, <gasps> this uh, only counts consecutive yep, months. Yep. And so you lose it. But and I'm then... pretty sure Wando was our first subscriber. Yeah, he does He does like so, your sugar tits. So shout out to Wando. He's all about that, that, that beard and Pete's sugar tits. Oh, you are sick. You did not even have a comeback for that at all. <laughs> I'm like, I hear tits. I like it. I don't know what's going on. I was thinking like sugar tits and rubbing your beard. You're like, yes. Sounds like a good time to me. All the things. Just touching on my bits. <laughs> all right. So, anyway, so I think we have a good show for you today. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I'm in a good mood. But so you guys if anything, will that. let us know if it's a good show or not, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, always like to take your calls. We're on Discord. Be sure to join oh, our Discord. Oh, yeah, I'm Discord. supposed to share that link again. And uh, if you have something to talk about, if you've been grinding out some Eureka Pagos this week, and I haven't heard anything good about it. If you, if anyone has been playing Eureka Pagos and has something good to hear to say about it, I'd love to hear that right now. I had because, fun the one day we did it. Yeah, the one day we did it, where we went in and did our challenge log, we banged it out, banged it good in an hour, it's an hour long bang session. <laughs> to um, one of those shows. It was. I mean, we had fun, uh, but everything I've been hearing since then has not been good. Oh, uh, I haven't. I well, so Pete's been sick, and I've had a pretty intense class this month. So I've not been playing because I've been uh, doing homework. <laughs> and when you have been playing, you've been working on your alt. Yeah, because I was having fun talking about books and stuff. And that's what the game is. I mean, you yeah. we pay for this game to have fun, whether or not you're progressing on your main or well, just chatting with people and having fun on an alt. Well, actually, though, no, there was a, an incentive on my alt. I wanted to make sure I got her to level 30 so that I could get the Moonfire Fair mm -hmm. gear. Um, and I think I, she was only like level 23. So I actually had to put a little bit of effort and, and there was nothing unlocked because I'm doing the MSQ and everything. So it was a little time consuming, but I had fun and I did get my gear. So now she finally has something pretty to wear because she is Poe. Klaus says, Pagos, the chain is dead. Long live the train. Mm. So yeah, that's kind of what I had been hearing. It was, it was all about the chain to begin with. Mm -hmm. And now apparently the notorious monster train is back. Hop on it. It makes sense, though, because now everyone, I guess, suppose, like, maybe when you're at the lower levels, the chain is better, and then the train is better once you get past a certain point. I don't know. Well, there, we'll talk about it a little bit later. They made some changes with the last oh, patch. All right. Yes, I've, again, I've been learning all about Active Directory and uh, computer things, so I've not been doing oh, that. Oh, Avi right. brought the show to a screeching halt, screeching halt so for... let's move on Aww. to everyone's favorite segment. Really? Greenleaf Minute. I wanted to see how long I could go, and then I was like, this isn't fun. <laughs> That's fair. It's the Greenleaf Minute, and this week we're going to be talking about leveling alts 
or not necessarily alts because I think alts means like you're on a different server, you're on a completely different character. This is more about leveling a secondary job is what I was thinking of. Oh yeah, that because is not at all how I read that. This is something that is new to some people that are new to Final Fantasy 14 where you can actually level all your jobs on one character instead of making an alt every time you want to do play a different job. That's something unique. And honestly, one of the best things about Final Fantasy XIV, in my opinion. And I also want to point out that there is actually a couple people in chat who are commenting on the fact that my Active Directory mention did not bring the show to a screeching halt. They're like, nerdtastic, Protox for the win, haha, pizza dick. They may not have said that last part, but I totally did. Love Hashtag you. pizza dick. <laughs> so. All right, so you, you or... Feel free to chime in on leveling an alt. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to in. chime in on doing a secondary job. Okay. That's what I had originally wrote this for. You know, you know what's but funny, I'm though? I'm not a good writer. I do, wait, I do have to comment, though. So I'm doing an alt on another server, and I'm I'm a scholar. I don't know if you, if you guys didn't know that already. Um, And I'm totally leveling scholar. I didn't want to learn another class. That's pretty much what I do when I create an alt somewhere. I'm <laughs> oh, like, yeah. fucking paladin, it's easy. I get fast cues. I, I did it for the cues, and I like it's the healer I like playing. And then I also level, level summoner at the same time, so I get a DPS. I just thought it was kind of funny. But I was like, you know what? At first I was like, I'm going to be a black mage. And then I was like, nah, I want to heal, man. These people, I don't like other people healing me. This pisses me off, man. I want to heal. <laughs> Klaus says, hashtag pizza dick or hashtag pizza dick. <laughs> Both what del- about both pe- are amazing hashtags. Pizza dick with a pizza dick. <laughs> no. What is a besides delicious? What would a pizza dick be? I pictured a dick with a piece of pizza wrapped around it. Ooh, delicious. Or, or I guess you could just treat the this. No, I'm, I'm gonna stop talking now. Like breadstick, marinara sauce. <laughs> no. All right, <laughs> I got too far. Let's talk about these jobs, people. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, so normally when you start playing, you're rushing to get to end game, get to level now 70, so you can participate in some of the rating. Yes. And then once you get bored or finish doing that, you want to try out a secondary job. And, once well, and especially, you- well, I do want to point out, like, so if you do start a new class and you're doing the MSQ, you actually will out-level the MSQ relatively quickly. Okay, so this is an alt different from the secondary yeah, job that so, I'm talking so about. So I think if you are starting with an alt, I think it's actually smart of you to do two classes at one time. Um, and I tend to use, so say you're doing a DPS and a healer or a DPS and a tank. Um, I use the DPS for the class, uh, not the class, but the quest experience MSQ? points. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The MSQ and the quest. And then within that MSQ and stuff, you know, if one starts to fall behind, you can swap back and forth. But whenever you have to queue for any um, instances, you use the class, the healer or the tank that'll get you that faster queue time. And it's just kind of a nice way to, to, to go back and forth. And then when you do your leveling roulettes and stuff, you do that on the class that has the faster queue time. And it's a nice way to kind of keep both going at the same time. Yes. Uh, and if one falls behind, there's always leaves. And when you're leveling a secondary job, like you've already leveled through the MSQ, you actually still do level pretty quick. And one of the things I see people do the most is get stuck on leveling. They'll have like hours to play at a time and they go from like level 25 to level 40 really quick. 
mm-hmm. and they forget to do all of their job quests all in the class between. Quests, yeah. So be sure to do all your. I might have class done quests that. Now? Are they job quests? Like I, I've well, been playing I call Ninja. Them, I call so them class quests. That's a job quest. I don't know. Um, I did the same thing actually with uh, my scholar. I was like, oh shit, I don't even have like these spells that I should have because I just got so focused on trying to get to thirty so I could get my freaking glamour. And then I was like, my last class quest I done was at twenty two. So I was like, ooh, get on that. But the negative to that is you don't have all your abilities. That's when exactly you do that. that was my point. And so you're playing without all your abilities, so you're not really learning what your rotation is. Or if you're a healer and you get that, you know, level thirty dungeon and you've only got your spells up through twenty two, you're lacking you in your be utilities. Missing something that could be making a big difference. Very helpful. Yeah, you might need a Suna for that dungeon, but you don't have a Suna making yet. Making your life a lot easier. Yeah. So so important. That's one of my first tips is to make sure you're always checking back with your job or class trainer every five levels. See if they have a new quest for you to yes. do because well, you're getting your levels out of there. I, I mean, less, you're getting your abilities. It's like every two levels or something, isn't it? When you first start, I thought it was lower than that. I think it, oh, I'm not sure for one through ten. I think Maybe it's it every five. five. You think you're right. I think you're right. Oh, and thank you to Op- Ocops. Nine months in a row. Nine months in a row and you still fucked up his name? He's in my raid group. I'm allowed to fuck up his name. All right. I'll, he, he heard you. Or as he says, and he and always And he's a says, samurai, so know, who the fuck yeah, cares? Yeah, no one likes samurai. Hey, Job Jeb. Okay. And because you are leveling uh, so quickly, you can out-level your gear yes. really quickly. Yes. And the, like in the same situation where you're going from level 25 to level 40 in a day... You can go all of a sudden, holy shit, I'm not hitting for that much. I'm taking a lot of damage if you're a tank. My heels aren't healing for that much. Um, So this is a tip that I don't, I actually don't know if I've ever seen it anywhere else, but this is my tip. Since you already have one job maxed out at level 70, go to do an unsync dungeon with your main job. Uh, that's like two dungeons ahead of your secondary job that you're working on. And then you can unsync that dungeon in like five, 10 minutes maybe and get all the gear from it. So you have gear waiting for your secondary character as you're leveling up. You'd have to run it a few times, uh, to get all of the gear. So I mix and match. I don't try to get all the gear. Okay. I'll run it once I'm or twice. I'm because I, I because, it, because you don't want to spend too much time on it because then you're taking time away from leveling that well, character. Well, and I do have to say before you do that, I would recommend checking the market board first because sometimes the gear while you're leveling isn't that expensive. And that's what or I'm saying. Or go to your husband who's like this crazy crafter and be like, Bubba, I thought you loved me. It's, if you really quick, loved me, you would craft gear for me right it's now. It's quicker to run the dungeon unsync. <laughs> Well, then I would say, Bubba, run me through this dungeon unsynced. I'm a fucking healer. <laughs> it will take and me forever. if you have a friend, too. No, like a level, a level 40 dungeon as a level 70 healer, you're going to... Maybe it's a white mage. You're going to holy your way through that shit. That If you're a white mage, but if you're a fucking scholar, you're like, I hate my life. And you just put dots and everything and they all die as slowly, you're running through. Slowly, But you're not taking any damage because these mobs are so low. So, I don't know. That's my tip. It actually works really great, so you don't have to keep on running a dungeon for gear as your thing. Because if you have to run the same dungeon five times just looking for gear, you're going to out-level that gear in the time the five runs that you're doing that dungeon in. So I, I like to take a little bit of time, unsync a dungeon on my main job, get a couple pieces of gear, 
like Avi said, check the market board, buy any cheap pieces of gear. Don't spend too much on gear leveling up. Uh, you don't need HQ gear leveling up. There's really no, no. need for it. You're, at you're not going to keep it for a long time. And, and the other thing is, if you want to level a class and you're all about speed and you don't want to have to worry about gear, then just do Palace of the Dead and have it on high. Because when you run those, EXP is pretty quick um, and uh, you don't need the gear. It doesn't matter. I will never I know, recommend this is not for doing you. that because you don't learn your fucking job. You don't learn your job. One thing I do like about it is that it unlocks all of your abilities while you're in there so you can actually set up your hot bars so they'll be ready when you get there instead of being in a dungeon and be like, oh, I leveled. Oh, fuck. I got this ability. Where do I put it? I don't know. Like, you'll already know what to do. If, you know, that is if you plan that way when you're doing it. So um, that's a preference. Yes. Because it's just a tip. Some people like that. Mm-hmm, I do. I do not. Right. And that's why you I, and I play very, very I do not like that uh, Dark Knight and now Red Mage starts at level what, 30 and 50 respectively. Mm-hmm. Because I don't like having to read through all the tooltips on each ability to find out what the fuck they do. That's not the point. I'm really good at pictures. Okay. I know. I just and and, uh, interpretive. I just look at the icon and I'm like, hmm, this must do this. (laughs) Um, I I personally do like Palace of the Dead. I like being able to like if I'm. If you want to try out a class and you don't know, like, say you're like, you know, Samurai looks cool. I might want to play this class. Maybe go into Palace of the Dead and level it up a bit. Because while you're in Palace, you'll get to that higher level faster and, like, get a basic understanding of the rotation and go, you know what? This fucking sucks. I think this class is dumb. Then you don't have to level it up the rest of the way because you understand that already unless you're just a completionist, which do what you do. I think it's like a nice little, like, test ground. I will say that for a DPS class, Palace of the Dead is a little bit more viable for learning your rotation. Mm-hmm. But if you're a tank, trying to learn how to tank in Palace mm. of the Dead is a horrible idea. No, no, no. Maybe going and, there by yourself. <laughs> and really, healing is not... Like, a lot of times you won't have to heal as much as a healer until you get to the higher levels. Well, I also... If you're just doing 21 through 30 to level, you're not healing a whole I, ton. Well, I guess what I don't think... I, I guess I was not thinking of Palace of the Dead for tanks and healers. I think I was only viewing it for DPS, in all honesty, because, I mean, a tank and a healer, you're not really going to know what type of healer or tank you like until you play them in all different sorts of content. Yeah. And you may prefer one healer for dungeons and a different healer for raiding and a different healer That's for true. primals. I think you can get a feel for the class through or the job through the dungeons, though. Yeah. You at yeah, least, you get a basic You at feel. least get, like, the... The pack, like well, what you do during the pack as opposed to the boss. There's been kind of chat uh, talk in chat on Twitch and, and Dragoon came up, which if it, if you guys listened before, you know that I, I tried out Dragoon and I was going to be a melee DPS. That was going to be my main for a bit. I needed a break from healing. And I honestly did not enjoy Dragoon, but I love PvPing with Dragoon. I think it's so much fun. I just love destroying people. Like, I just, I feel like I'm playing Street Fighter 2, uh, button mashing Chun Li and beating the shit out of you with my lightning kicks. Like, I love Dragoon in PvP. And I think it's because PvP is such a simplified version, and Dragoon is, is a class that, that kind of lends itself to that sort of play style. So, by unlocking that class and finding out I didn't like playing it in one area, but I liked it in another, you know, you can kind of just give each class a try in the different areas, and you'll kind of find that out possibly. So, you know, like it just gives you a general idea. I, I will say Palace of the Dead is good for 
initially trying out a new job, getting a real basic, basic view of basic it. Basic view of it. But I mean, in that time, you could like, I found out, I was like, I don't like Dark Knight. Like, I was like, I don't like this at all. This makes no sense to me. I don't want to try to learn it anymore. So, it, it, you know, it can give you that that kind of little bit of understanding. So it's 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 worth a shot. All right, we are still in the Greenleaf Minute. We're, we're you yeah, want us to expand kind of went a little off topic, a lot off topic, um, but but yeah, uh, those are pretty much my two tips for when while you're leveling a secondary tips. job is to make sure you do all your job quests mm-hmm. every five levels. Yes, and. If you're lacking on gear, if you're out leveling your gear, get on your main, do a dungeon or two that's ahead of your secondary job so they have some gear waiting you for them. You are a big fan of running dungeons unsynced. I find them actually fun. Yeah, yeah. Because they actually time you and they tell you your time at the I, end of it. I always picture that adventure time gif of the guy running through oh, and killing everything. and then When like, you're being power leveled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's always what I what I picture. Um, I don't really do unsynced dungeons like that. That's a that's a way we play differently. But it's I, nothing I, I, something I would never have thought of. I wish they added that timer that you get when you're unsynced. Like at the end, it says you beat it in eight minutes forty five. You want seconds. it to be like a chocobo race. I I wish they added that to like regular dungeons, so you knew how fast you beat it. So like when you're doing your extreme roulettes, I think it'd just be fun to have. No, that could be a challenge log thing to to beat yeah. an extreme. Beat it in beat under the latest dungeon in. Yeah. 22 minutes. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I like that. That'd be fun as shit. That's a good idea. Take it, Square Enix. <laughs> you don't even got to pay Avi. No one pays me. Well, the government pays me. That's about it. All right. All right. So moving on from our, now great, it's for time our Greenleaf for 20 minutes. and notes from around. The realm. The realm. Ooh. Tales from the Storm, Avi. This has actually been one of my most enjoyable reads recently. Oh, Fuck. We 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 broke the illusion that I don't know how to read right now. Oh, you ruined it. Um, You're fired. I need to find a new. I need a new bearded host to marry. Uh, so I'm taking application. She heals. I tank at gmail.com. So if you really want to take vegan Pete's place, words uh, out. I actually know how to read. Uh, veganism is not required, but you cannot be able to read and you must have a beard. If you're going to call yourself vegan Pete, you better be. It doesn't have to be vegan Pete. It can be like bearded shithead. Like honestly, it's just the beard is what I really need. Bad name. If I ever break. <laughs> uh, so we have two tales of the storms to go over because we missed a week because I was sick. The first one. You're still sick in the head. Shut up. <laughs> that's what that's what my comebacks are at the moment. Shut up. Um, tales from the storm from Azure Ashes. Uh, this is the one from two weeks ago. Um, and it focuses on Estinian. It kind of follows him after Heavensward's conclusion. We find where he gets his armor that he's wearing when he meets up with, with us again in Stormblood when he took down that castrum. Also, spoilers for these. And then later on when he was like poking Nidhogg's eyes. That's dirty. <laughs> it's too, a really weird he was fetish. He's handing that shit. <laughs> um. New. As soon as I did it, I knew it was coming. Your hand, you had the hands holding the spear and poking the eyeballs. and I, You did it. It's your but fault. But we My find out where there. he got that eyeball poking armor. Oh, uh, I, actually, I actually haven't had a chance to read these. I've been really hanging busy out lately. with uh, Ralph's Vager talking about Ratatasker. And uh, those are dragons for those that don't know. <laughs> or if his pronunciation is just that bad. 
Um, yeah, he's traveling around. He kind of did like, I think it was the last quest we did in Heaven's Ward mm-hmm. when we kind of just like took a tour. Yes, and they like to end almost every. Ended up at Patch of that. Hearts and Farts's grave. <laughs> did not. Okay. He kind of did the same thing. He like ditched his armor, and then but he still has a spear. So, so he the, went naked with his spear. So the like, dragons double like, fist and eyeballs. Why you still? Why still got that spear, bitch? Uh, and he's like, oh my god, I didn't even notice. He does have like I feel like I, I like I feel like he could really have had a Batman voice more than he did. Like he could have gotten really. He's he doesn't look good. Like he's not a good looking Ellison. I not compared to some of the other males. To be fair, I'm not an Estinian fan. I never really liked the character of Estinian. We know, Beba. We know. I kind of wish. No, not kind of wish. I really wish he would have just died. Yes, and I know. we never would have seen him again. What if, like, he and Alphano, because they had that like whole chemistry thing going, they just like ran off and had their own little love story outside of the game, and they got to live happily ever after in another mm, world. I can't do happily ever after. I wish they would have got hit by but, a I mean, carriage. But when happily ever after died. happens, you never know what happens after that. That was kind of my point. Like, it just ends, and you'll never know anything else because it was happily ever after, and you can't know anything. So they past have that. eternal bonding ceremony. Yeah. They- they drive off on Happily their ever chocobos. After. And then if because if you can't have, die, there's nothing after happily ever after. If you learn anything after that, then it's reality. To be honest, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about right now. Hi. So any fairy tale, it ends at the wedding or anything like that. And it ends, you know, with, with happily ever after. And you don't actually see the reality of the life of those two characters together, which is real. It's not the fairy tale of happily ever after. So stories end at happily ever after. So my point was, if they got that happily ever after, you wouldn't know anything else after that. That was it. And you've ruined the entire You see these eyes, Avi? Yes, I know. My I don't give a fuck eyes. I know. I know. It was was actually a really good point. (laughs) You're just a jackass. Um, so yeah, we learn about Estinian, who I don't know why you give a fuck about Estinian, but he's still alive. He's still kicking. He's got some new armor. We find out why he got that armor. And there's fucking dragons, so read the fucking story. Okay. And that that's that's what you how you feel about that. But the good story. Oh, so that one was just the mediocre one. That was the yeah. Okay. It's don't get me wrong. It's still worth reading. Still better than the content we got in the game this week? It still should have been content we got in the fucking game to begin with. <laughs> okay. Instead of having us go to a fucking website, having to read that shit, which probably half the people that play the game don't even fucking read, so they're not even going to know this canon. He's fucking dragons. (laughs) No, Klaus, he's not fucking dragons. He's fucking dragon eyeballs. Yeah, sorry. All right, Pete. Still fucked. I can't really help with this segment because I really, I am one of those players who has not read this stuff. So the the pauses I can't help with because I have not read this. Shocker. The new story just released today. Mm-hmm. Breaking news and is. And spoilers if you're going to read it. Pete's going to talk about it because he really liked it. Is it really spoilers if it's not in game? Yes. It's spoilers if it's storyline that, um... People haven't had a chance to read it yet. It will be spoiled. So if I ever read the lore book that I bought, I have to do spoilers before I talk about it. No, because just it, in case because they it's been out for a it. long time. But this story has only been this is a story, and it's not an entire book that's been out for a year, if long, not longer. This has been out for a day, two years, longer. 
it's the first step. That's what this story is called. And I got really fucking annoyed. I got so much phlegm in my fucking throat right now. It sucks. Um, I wondered why you're having such long pauses. Uh, Do you want me to read what you've got? I can try. you will not read my words. Okay. (laughs) I actually got really annoyed when I was reading this story, Avi. Oh. Not because it was a bad story. It was actually quite a good story. But because I really enjoyed the story, and I got annoyed that it's not something that we got in-game. And this story is told from the perspective of our buddy Arinvald. Okay. We did that one dungeon at the beginning of Stormblood. He's been with us for a while. He has that little baby echo, I'm going to call it. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. He's the, the big ball, uh, blonde guy. Not bald, blonde uh, guy. We did that dungeon with him when we were looking for treasure. Treasure, yeah. He's kind of like the tall, tan, blonde guy because he's half Alamegan. Yeah, and they wrote him in the story like he was still a little timid, which I didn't really agree with. Okay. But... That's a very minor point. Um, I'm also annoyed that since we got this like website story, I don't think we're going to be getting any more uh, Fordola in the game. I know because you love it, her. It's from his perspective, but the main character is really Fordola mm-hmm. in this story that they told. Okay. Um, I think from now on in the game, we're just going to go straight on to Garlemald. Like, I don't think we're going to spend any more time on Doma. I don't think we're going to spend any more time in Alamigo. And yeah, I don't think so either. kind of a shame. Yeah. Because I, ex- especially Alamigo, a lot we could have spent a story. lot more time there. I agree. It felt kind of like a side element to the Doman story. Okay. So, I thought Fordola was one of the more interesting characters of Stormblood. We know. Uh, but I think her and Yatsoyu's stories were similar enough that they didn't want to do both of those stories in depth. They didn't need to. Yes, they did. Oh, okay. Not at the same time. They could they could do her story later, but they didn't necessarily need to be done at the same time. I'm not talking about at the same time. Just fucking do them. Okay. I'm agreeing with you, Pete. Are you drunker than... Were you taking shots earlier or something? I feel like I'm talking to drunk Pete, or is this the sickness kicking in? My I drink so much that my phlegm has alcohol in it. <laughs> okay. So when I'm sick, I'm perpetually drunk. Okay. The more you know. (laughs) Yes, reading Rainbow. All right. Anyways, in this story, Arinvald and Fordola are traveling in southern Thanalan with some flame soldiers to take down Ifrit, who has been summoned. But he's kind of been summoned like a bitch, so he's very small. So he's been summoned by a summoner. No, yeah, (laughs) that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> I was actually being like logical with that. They had a small amount of crystals to summon summon uh, him with. Well, because if you uh, are doing even the summoner quest in order to get him as your summon, you have to summon him with crystals, and then you can tame him essentially. So you get like a he's bigger than your summon, but he's still small. Yeah. So uh, the big Amalja guys from Thanalan are summoning him, but they're little bitches about it, so we can take him down pretty easily. Um. So this does happen after the last time we saw Fordola in game where she helped us take down Lakshmi. Right. Uh, instead of letting her rot in a cell because she threw down her sword and said, take me back to my cell. Um, we've given her the opportunity and apparently we've given this to other uh, prisoners or inmates as well. They have the chance of joining the military. 
that's what we do. I don't know if I'm going to call it the resistance or the flames. It's not clear actually what she's a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's made the choice to join it. Yeah, that's and actually something that they do in this country here too, Pete. You can instead of serving your prison sentence, you can join the military. I know that was an old thing. I don't know if that's a new, uh, Honey, current thing. Uh, it was still happening when I was in the military. I need to commit some crimes. <laughs> no, you don't. Um. So, yeah, I did have pictures for this, but I just realized, I don't know if you ever told me that you uploaded <sighs> oh, the pictures fuck. to... No, I, I, I'll, I'm going to upload the ones for the casting Eorzea, though, right now. So... Probably skip this, but we'll get the casting Eorzea, yeah. which is the real reason you guys are listening. Right? Um, um, so I'm going to talk about this thing. So it, this is after we beat Lakshmi, Fordola through Sword Dance. So take me back to my cell. We've given her the option. You don't have to rot in a cell. We're going to give you the option to kind of form your own unit with uh, someone to take, someone to keep an eye on you, but also with some of your fellow inmates. So our involved's keeping an eye on her, but she also has a necklace. And it has a gym gem in the center of it. A gym gem? Gym gem. And it has uh, a spell on it that if uh, Thaumaturge wants to, he can execute the spell. Or it has an enchantment. That's the word. Okay. And if he executes that enchantment, enchantment, it will basically kill her. It will suffocate her. So she's wearing that necklace. So if she tried to run away, he'd just do that spell. She'd die. Right. That's her... Uh, That's their fail-safe. Right. So they take down Ifrit, but they do get ambushed. One of the flame soldiers gets hurt, gets shot by an arrow. Um, so she starts running, and the people think that she's running away. Uh, but it turns out she's running to help that soldier mm. get him back to safety. And... I don't know why this line hit me so much because it's kind of cheesy and it's kind of predictable. But like after they save everyone or whatever, he asks, why did you come back and save me? And she says, because little girls need their fathers. And for some reason, that line just hit me like it's a cheesy fucking line. But it is true. And at that point, I was like, God damn it. Why isn't this in the fucking game? Yeah, that would have been good content. But I also think it's more than little girls need their fathers. I think it's little children need their fathers. Yeah. But just me being silly. Like, I think she did that because she probably knew the guy, even though later on in the story, he asked, how'd you know that? And she's like, just had a lucky guess. Like, she she fucking knew. Yeah, of course. She was just smarter than she looked with her face tats. You say tats or tits? Face tits, face tats, but... She had a tattoo on heart her Heart wants what the heart wants, Avi. Uh, I suppose so. All right. So why don't you talk... So definitely go read that story because it's really good. Mm-hmm. Something that we should have had in game, especially since we're probably not going to get anything more about Alamigo, which is fucking ridiculous. It is a bit sad. All right. So uh, patch 4.4 is around the corner, and with it is going to bring some changes to our tombstones. Let's let Pete try tombstones. to get some of those uh, that phlegm out of his throat so he can talk some more without sounding drunk. I'm trying to get these fucking pictures up. <laughs> 
so the tombstones of Ver- Verity will be removed from the game. So if you currently have any, they are going to be removed with the next update. So make sure that you exchange them before patch 4.4 hits. Allegan tombstones of Verity can be exchanged for Allegon tombstones of creation simply by speaking with Oriana down at Revenant's Toll. You know you haven't been there in a while. You know you want to go say hi to Oriana again. Uh, with death comes life. The no, the new tombstone we'll be getting is called Allegan Tombstones of Genesis. Genesis is kind of like life. It is. Or Phil Collins. You just got to be level 70 in order to start getting them. The Allegan tombstone, Tombstones of Mendacity are going to be bumped down a level and will have the oh-so-familiar 2000 limit removed. Uh, Allegan Tombstones of Creation are no longer going to be obtainable, so whatever options gave Creation are now going to give Mendacity or the new one, Genesis. Or as I said, like I'm going to call him Phil Collins. Phil Collins Tomes. All right, Klaus, I see that you wrote the tombstone of Phil Collins. I didn't see that, so I'm hoping you wrote that before I said it, and then we just like had that moment, because that makes me happy. I really like Phil Collins. <laughs> I do. Phil Collins, the guy who did Lion King. No. Phil Collins did um, uh, Tarzan. Bullshit. Who did Lion King? Elton John did Lion King. Are you serious? 100%. You're dumb, but I love you. I think we need to make a bet. Oh, I will bet you a million dollars. <laughs> I don't have a million dollars, bitch. If we had a million dollars, we wouldn't be doing this fucking podcast. Um, I'm right. Just trust me, honey. <laughs> I I hope so bad someone in chat says I'm right. You're not right. Come on, you guys. I can hope, bitch. You did not do the line. Hope King. and change. Can you feel the love tonight was sung by Elton John. Are you sure? I'm positive. <laughs> so, Cla- oh, and Ocops is saying Klaus is really making a case for the replacement hope for Pete. He's already mind melding with Avi. Better take Avi out to dinner somewhere nice this weekend, Pete. Dude, we already established this. I was going to marry Chili. You were going to marry Klaus at FanFest. That's true. But as of the moment, both of those motherfuckers aren't going. That's true, too. No cupcakes for you. Get there, motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, no one's no one's backing me up, but uh, I would love a, a the tombstones of Peter Gabriel. We actually we actually danced to a Peter Gabriel song. That was our first dance at our wedding. It was Peter Gabriel, because um, we old souls. All right, because I remember that. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, yeah. yes, he let me have what I wanted once. All right, so the this rising dick? the rising event is going to start this Sunday, the 26th of August at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and it's going to last until September 17th at 3 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can pick up the quest in Adventures We Trust from Dural Thoral in Ulda. So let's talk about those super awesome rewards, which I've created a little bit of chatter and just a tiny bit of controversy this week. Uh, when you complete this event, you're going to get the Revolutions Orchestrian Roll, a wind-up Serenia, Serena, Serena, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, Manderville Earrings, uh-oh, and even more controversial, the White Raven's Earrings. Those last two are what are pissing people the fuck off. So previously, the White Raven Earrings had only been available to those that played in 1.0 and completed the quest the Raven Nevermore, which was limited time and hard mode fight against Nail Van Darnus. So, if you saw someone with those earrings, you're like, oh man, that motherfucker's an OG. 
The same situation is happening with the Manderville earrings, which were only obtainable if you'd completed the original Hildebrand quest in 1.0. So the issue is that these 1.0 items were previously exclusive. Uh, and there are quite a few people that feel like these 1.0 items need to remain that way. Um, and so we're not really sure what's going to happen with this. And there's that you have this issue. They're already planning on making glamours with these new earrings because of that whole drama. Honestly, the um, Hildebrand quest earrings just look like the little hoops in kind of a metallic red. They're very, very yeah, subtle. I don't know if I ever seen any red ones like that before, though. I've never paid attention because they're really not that noticeable. It's really hard to pay attention to earrings. Right. Yeah, certain classes you can see them more than others. Um, I I understand, but I also feel like 1.0 is a really long time ago and there aren't that many 1.0 players anymore. And there are other things that you could have gotten in 1.0 that are a little more exclusive, like the tattoo on your character. Or for me, I really like thick eyebrows and the characters had thicker eyebrows. Like Cara Delevingne? Sure, yeah. I like I like a good eyebrow. And uh, I, I really don't feel like our characters have enough eyebrow choices. They all look like different... Uh, skinny little versions you know penciled eyebrows i'm i always pick whatever's the thickest brow option that's the one i'm going with because these girls need some goddamn brows um hold on someone in chat just said i agree with pete i don't know why he's agreeing with pete, pete. i don't know what he i said in the last anything. 10 minutes you didn't but... <laughs> really it's but they, they like it when you shut up um son of a bitch 1.0 and 1.0 had bigger butts yeah 1.0 had they had some booties so they had bigger butts and they had eyebrows. So they basically were more on trend than our current character creation is. How was the dongs in 1.0? Did mis- they have bigger bulges in 1.0? I didn't hear about the bulges, but I did hear about the booties. So, yeah. Even better if they had bigger dongs. So I, I understand people liking the exclusivity of this, um, but I they're just earrings, in my opinion. Uh, what do you think, Pete? I think... Anything from 1.0 should be exclusive to those who played in 1.0. I do think that it's lazy because these are just earrings. I think people might think that's a little different for me because usually I'm like, I don't give a shit if they add a a, a seasonal event item to the Mog Station because I really don't give a shit about that. Right, right. Um, I don't think they're cool-looking earrings, so I think it's stupid to... I don't understand the reason behind bringing it back. To me, it's not like... Yeah, that that could be one thing. It is fucking lazy. Yeah, but if they were really cool earrings, I would get it. But they're they're nothing really spectacular. They're just exclusive. So which... yeah, I, I guess how you can be a person saying, "Oh, well, it isn't cool," so I don't care that you gave it to them. Uh, Klaus but gave it... a good point. Like, uh, make them look the same, but call them replicas. Or if they, if they literally change the name to replica, that would fix all the issues. Or make them a different color. Yeah. Something like it's well, red, so make them blue. The uh, Hildebrand, the Manderville earrings aren't even a unique design. They are like the earrings that you get at level like fifteen, but dyed red. Yeah, it's probably a different color than yeah. you probably couldn't so dye they, the old they ones. They could have made them green and or something. Yeah, like this. I I think I think all of it's kind of stupid. Personally, I I, I do think that like. It's a unique situation right. with Final Fantasy fourteen where they released a game and then they totally redid it. Mm-hmm. And I think those that supported them through that time should have something to remember it by. But the thing that is, is, this isn't the only thing that they have. I know, but it, it's from that time. I, it should be exclusive to them, in my opinion. Yeah. I Well, I'm, I'm just kind of... 
I you're think, playing a little devil's advocate, but yeah, I I think it. Well, I just think it's. I think Square Enix shouldn't have done it in the first place. I agree with that. I think they should leave them exclusive. But I also think, of the things that they have that are exclusive, this is one of the less cool items. Yeah, I agree. It's it's so not it's cool. Kind it's of, fucking earrings. They're just and they're not. Well, no, there are some really cool looking earrings, and these are not a them. like baby behemoth. Yeah, I love having purple pigs on my ears. No. No? No. Well, well you, some people love those. You were being facetious? But, but yeah, I, I, those are not my style. But certain people, like, if it was something that had a more unique look to it like that, yeah, then I, I get that. But yeah, and as somebody says, at the end of the day, most unique items in MMOs aren't actually really unique. Things get reskinned and color swapped and all that stuff all of the time. It's the uniqueness is, like, the name associated with it. So so why didn't they just give it another color? Or another name. Even replica, easier. Yeah. The replica. I, so, you know, it's... It's both sides being nitpicky. It's one side being lazy and the other side being nitpicky. Like, really? Square... I think there's no right person. Do you think if they would have called it a replica or if they would have changed the color on it, that the people that are mad right now that they're giving away 1.0 gear, do you think they'd still be mad if they did that? No. So they, they could have made everyone happy by just doing something like that. Something small, yeah. But they're trying to make people happy who see those things that people had at one point. They basically are doing the thing where they're trying to keep the even playing field where they make everyone happy. But by doing that, they're making no one happy. You know, Like your mom does when you each compromise and you no know one gets what they really want, but everyone gets a little bit of something. That's what they're what doing. What did you say about my mama? She made you compromise. So, yeah. So, yeah. I... I kind of agree with you. It's not a huge deal, but mm-hmm. I do think that it's uh it sets a precedent for them to release anything from 1.0, which is the part I don't like. Like if they were to put that tattoo on the Mog Station right. cash shop, I think that'd be a huge mistake. mistake. Yeah, I like that. It's to me that the tattoo is a super coveted thing. I remember the first time I saw someone with that, and I like. What the fuck? How'd they get that? I have to Google that. And then another time I noticed just a Mikote that had these amazing thick eyebrows that weren't the like added makeup where you made the color match and it because there's an option where you can kind of make them look like they're thicker. And it wasn't that because I can I could tell the difference. And I, I looked it up and I found, oh, you know, the 1.0 characters had the option for the thicker eyebrows. Good for them. Like, I'm jealous. I wish we did now. Yeah. And even if it is the minority of people that are mad at this. Still people. They still I, have a voice. I still think it's a viable complaint. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it is the minority. Especially because the solution is so simple. It's literally just add replica to the name yeah. or, or make them a different color. Like, it's a very, very simple solution. So, yeah. So, that is what we have to look forward to with the rising Ooh. event. Okay. The event that's going on right now and is only available until 8 a.m. on Sunday, the 26th is this year's Moonfire Fair event. We got a snazzy new outfit from this event with some pretty sweet shades that actually finally utilize the visor effect where they go from on your face to up on your head. Uh, if you are watching us on Twitch, my character is wearing the female set right now. Uh, we also get a splash emote and a couple of housing items, one of which looks really like an awkward sex toy. So I saw you write that. Was it a mogul thing? Yeah, the mogul thing. Like a mogul flashlight? 
it looks like a Moogle flashlight. Yeah. But like, if you look at it inside of it, it kind of looks like there's like a, a circular incense burning in it. I'm really confused by what it is. Like I, when I was on, um, Gilgamesh, like there was half a dozen of us probably standing around trying to figure out what it was. I remember I put it on a table and I was like, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially it looks, it looks like a gig- like but a, I wasn't like, like a six inch wide flashlight. Like, Oh, you are really uh, proud of yourself. But uh, I wasn't like, that's weird. I want to fuck it. No, for me, it was, that's weird. I feel like someone would want to fuck it. <laughs> kind of feel like you wanted to fuck it. I don't have a penis, so that, like, shape for oh, me... Oh, I guess you can only fuck if you have a penis. Oi. A fleshlight... It's called strap-on. I don't see a fleshlight being pleasurable for a woman. So, uh, that. Anyways. <laughs> and, uh... So what did you think of the actual fucking event all right so i got a little overview of it a little kind of tight. so there was a really cute storyline that went along with this event with a young adventurer and his adorable little sister he is some de- say adorable some say annoying it's like you describe me he is determined to also participate in this jump event and the poor guy fails miserably and just starts laughing at his own failure and that's when his sister calls him a big stupid face and runs off and I hope all of you agreed with her and chose the option to call him a big stupid face as well because honestly it's one of the best insults out there like it's it's amazing I love stupid face so you run off with the big stupid face and find his sister who we discover is like super upset because we find out now that he's going to be leaving their household and he's going to become an adventurer. And she doesn't feel that he's actually taking it too seriously. I mean, he fell off the jumping challenge and just laughed. Basically, this poor, adorable, super, super, stupid, cute little Mikote was scared for her big brother. Oh, that's pretty damn cute. So then we cheer her up by explaining to her that he does take it seriously, but you can't take everything seriously all the time. And then we proceed to have the most epic splash battle of all time. One for the storybooks. Seriously, it was the best part of the entire uh, event. So, yeah. But um, as far as the jump puzzle challenge itself, Pete was pretty impressed by it. And he really had some intense comments he wanted to share with you guys to make sure you are all able to complete this event. Yeah. So, the one for the event is, like, baby's first fucking jump puzzle. Like, this is the easiest, most simple shit. And you know how I know it's easy and simple, Avi? How? You fucking did it. I did do it. Twice. And I was like, oh my god. If she can do it. Like, <laughs> You're such a dick. This is fucking easy. Like you. Like you. <laughs> oh my god, I love you with so much in common. Um, <laughs> but what isn't easy is the actual real jump puzzle that they added with this event, which is after the one that completes the quest. Uh, there's a big tower you can try to go up. This one's harder than the Kugani one, in my opinion. Where is it located? Just right after the the one we're fucking standing by. Oh, there's another one behind it? Bitch, it's, you did not do this one that we're standing behind right yes, now. Yes, I did. No, you did not. Yes, I did. You might have got to the first level. You did not get all the way to the top. There's another level above the first level? There's like three fucking levels to the I top I didn't of even bitch. look above it. I got to the bitch I talked to and I was like, done. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it goes up much higher. <laughs> okay. And the uh, fucking ledges are like toothpicks sticking out. Oh, that sounds like hell. I didn't even I look at it. I may have spent a couple hours not achieving my goal. I like, here, wait, I'm going to look like click back to the game and look up. Like, wait, wait. I can't even see it. You can move. Just go back. All right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the thing's pretty fucking tall. 
Yeah. See, I just I didn't realize that was actually like a thing you could jump on. Yes. Because you can. I don't. It do was that a big shit. challenge. Did you beat it? No, I did not. Ah, oh, you're the worst. I'm kind of curious if it's going to disappear with the event in a couple uh, days. I would assume so. Or if it's going to stay there. I hope it stays there because I do want to beat it, but I'm probably not going to have time to beat it this weekend. Okay. <laughs> That's what he said. Oh, I will always have time to beat it this weekend. <laughs> God damn, I hate Flim. Oh, I thought I threw up your like train of thought. No, I'm trying to swallow and talk. That's what she said. If you find that girl, keep her. <laughs> All right, yeah. And, uh, Klaus is hoping it stays. He like he likes the uh, the jump challenge. Yeah, I hope it stays too. And it is a challenge. I've gotten to the part where it's very like like halfway to the last level to the top. Totally know what that means. People that do it will know what I mean. Um, but you, I, I didn't. Do you want to move on? You really I didn't really like this talking. fucking event. Like, I don't know. Okay, you didn't like. Pete was not happy with this event. He seriously wrote a three sentence segment discussing this event. Um, I do have to admit, I think that their glamour game was on point. Uh, in, in what they created for both the male and the female characters, I love how it dies. Um, and I think they were really trying to make. I I didn't realize that they had the additional jump part of the game uh jump puzzle past that so you were bitching about how easy it was i basically so what you're saying is they had the msq version and above it's the extreme and if you want to do extreme you have the choice to do it i thought that was really smart of them i think that's really smart game design but it was fucking boring the the one above the easy part no the easy part that but that's how you feel about msq primals i at least have fun doing normal mode stuff the first couple times i didn't have fun doing this okay but that portion of it wasn't made for you i it took me a little while oh, why aren't they making it for me <laughs> I can't talk the throat so it's just i enjoyed it i don't do the jump challenges i was upset at first when i started i was like fuck it's a jump challenge i hate these i'm not good at these um i'm Possibly going to have to make Pete do this for me because I don't know if I'm be able to beat this. And it took me a few tries, but I did beat it because I, I don't like them. And uh, so for me, it was just hard enough to make me think, can I do this? And then I did. And I was like, all right, cool. I never want to do that again because I don't find those fun. I find them annoying. So, yeah. And one of the negative parts about the, what I'm going to call the savage jump puzzle is there's no achievement for doing it. It's just pride. Right. Just to take a screenshot saying, I made it, which if it's if it ends up being there all the time, then I will eventually do it for the pride to get the screenshot saying I did it. But if it's not, like, I'm not going to be disappointed about it, like, if I didn't do it. I do think it would have been cool if you got some sort of a reward for beating it. Probably something just like... Oh, yeah. That would have got actually people to do it more. Right. Well, the one above it. But I, but it should have just been something like fireworks. Because if it was something like a minion or something exclusive, people would have been pissed. But if it was just like an exclusive firework... What's wrong with people being pissed? I Like, don't... this is what gives value to stuff when it is exclusive. You I just don't... give everyone everything. Seasonal events are not... They've never been set up that way. Also, I don't like it when you're pissed. So why would I want like something created that'll make people pissed? Like that doesn't sound fun to me. 
But that's what gives it value. Oh, uh, so uh, Maelstrom Radio got to the top and got a how do you do. So you get that. So you get. That's all you get. Whole all right. lot of nothing. All right, Pete, let's move on. What do you want to move on to? The dev blog? Sure. Oh, how'd I know? Because it's written down right there and you can read, you liar. What? Yes. So they, uh, in the dev blog post this week, they detailed some quality of life changes. Um, collectibles, whatever the fuck those are, are now going to show the collectibles mark on the item icon itself. They have updated the mount and minion lists. They added a mark for a, for newly obtained minions and mounts and favorites. Uh, a mark is going to be shown on the mount or minion icons and their tab number in order to indicate the 10 newest mounts and minions you have obtained. I actually think that's really cool because I find it annoying when I do open a new minion and then I can't find the fucking I thing. I think this is a great change yeah. for that same reason. Yeah. I'm like, where the fuck is it? What is to, it? Where is it? Goddamn. Like, if you have a lot of mounts and minions, you're like, where the... Because it doesn't always... Like, why doesn't it just end, go to the end of it? Like, yeah. Why does it have to be in a specific there fucking is a, order? There, there is a Square Enix level of logic to the organization of them. I I'm guess. Not, you can't have me explain it, but I, I see it. I don't fully understand it, but I get that it's there. Yes. The um. So the emote list is also going to have a favorites list and a history feature that will display the six recently used emotes. This information is going to be maintained even when you log out of the game, which I think is also actually really great because I only use a few emotes. Yeah, I like it a lot too. All of these changes, mounts, minions, and emotes. It's kind of like having your favorites on your phone. 100% Like the six people you call all the time. You don't have to fucking scroll through every time to find those six people that you call all the time. Like my mom, my dad, my Peter, my psychiatrist. I mean. Talking about phones, Avi. Mm. There's a companion app. Oh, you wrote a really long write-up about this. You've got a lot to say. This has been teased for years yeah and we finally got it we would have talked about this last week mm-hmm. and for like the whole episode we barely had enough time to talk about it this week right what do you think about this companion app Avi? i don't think i want to take up the amount of of time that you've set aside for this so i'm going to let you um read your entire write-up my one thing that i wrote down for this companion app quote mm-hmm Fucking lame. Yeah. That was my mm. one thought after spending a little bit of time with it. a big it. thought. Very big thought. I I actually logged into it today just <laughs> to see if there's anything. You and I, we messaged maybe, maybe to each I other missed. in yeah. it a little bit. We sent a couple messages that we could yeah. have sent via Discord, via text message, uh, via WhatsApp. Google Hangouts. Yeah, many different things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I actually... I looked at the market board option and I thought that was really cool. And then when I found out I had to pay for it, I was like, oh, it's not that cool. So to list something on the market board or to buy something on the market board. Wait, wait, wait. Super Nerd Dalton just said, it's, it's cool to show your friend what your character looks like. Dude, that's what screenshots are for, motherfucker. I've got Dropbox where my <laughs> screenshots go, which I can also access from my phone. So I can show you a better image of what my character looks like. Tagging on that, as soon as this was released, and as soon as I realized it was horrible, hmm. I thought if they would have released an app, and the only function of it was you could glamour your character via that app, mm-hmm. so when you log into the game, it had that glamour that you put on it, it would have been a fucking hit. Yeah. 
That would have been a really just make really that shit good. free. You can see all the fucking glamour dresser pieces you have. Yep. Well, no, just, just, just have it access your glamour dresser. Yeah, and you can play dress up while you're at work. That would have been immensely more Final popular. Final Fantasy Paper Doll. Do, 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 do. Yeah. But now you have to have coupon nuts to put something on the market board yeah. or buy something from the market board. Um, you can only stockpile two coupon nuts at a time. So it's not like you can log in every week and have seven on Sunday and use them all on Sunday. Nope. You got to do it every fucking day almost. Mm. Well, and, they want you to open it the, because the more you open it, the more usage you know gets. Yeah. Better traffic for the app. And it's $5 a month if you want the premium version of the app. Right. You get the additional retainer. You get the additional retainer. Mm-hmm. But you still got to pay to use the buying and selling. You either need coupon nuts or you need the coins. Really? So and wait. you can buy coins for real money. So wait, other than the additional retainer, what does paying $5 a month get you? I I think you might be able to get like an extra coupon a day. I think I remember that. Okay. Um, so not much. Yeah. Like if you pay $5 a month, you should have free reign to buy and sell as much as you want. Yeah. Like that's what you should be. That's the premium feature of this fucking app as they've. 60 bucks it. a year, yeah. It's fucking ridiculous that you don't have free reign to put as much shit as you want. Oh, and an additional 140 saddlebag slots. Thank you, Maelstrom Radio. Oh, yay. Yeah. Like, it's fucking bullshit. I mean, I guess I get pain and you have the ability to hold eight nuts in your hand instead of just two in each Eight hand. nuts and you get an extra one a day. So four nuts per hand. <laughs> Some talent right there. A lot of nuts. For only five bucks a month, you can hold eight nuts. All right. Like, that's what, that's what, it's a vulgar The main ability people were looking forward to was buying and selling. Holding eight balls. Yes, eight nuts. Uh, I mean, nuts. I'm going to say that was the premium feature people were expecting Mm. if you paid for it. Right. But the feature that everyone expected, and apparently, if you read the FAQ that they released beforehand, mm-hmm. uh, would have given you warning that it wasn't going to be like we all thought, but they never expressly said it in a live letter or anything like that, was that the chat is only chat between people who have downloaded the app. Like, when they originally announced it, they made it seem like we in were game. going able to chat in-game, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is what WoW's chat has. So mm-hmm. it's definitely been done before. Uh, but no, this is just a shitty version of Discord for the companion app. Mm-hmm. Um, you can schedule shit with the app, but again, that's no better than anything that we have available third party. Yep. All right. So you've already actually talked about this app way more than I thought you were going to. Oh, when I said fucking lame, I was going to expand on it. Ah. It's fucking lame. So I'm actually going to skip over this next segment because we're going long to get on the segment that I think everybody's really been enjoying. So sorry, Pete. Um, skipping. All right. We're skipping what everyone loved. Eureka. Yeah. We'll yeah. talk about more we of that so next week. so much to say about Eureka. So um, first, uh, so now we're going to talk about Castine Yorzia, which has been a really, really fun segment that is uh, we've been doing lately. And so first we have to share the winners of our last Castine Yorzia, where we cast Livia Sas Junius. Also known as Villains. Yes. Lolo Rito, Nero, and Gaius. For Livia, the audience pick of Ruby Rose won, which I fully support 
And I agree that she was a much better uh, casting choice than either Pete nor or mine. Uh, next, we have Lolo Rito. And again, the audience write-in of Simon Pegg took the win, which I also fully agree with. So you guys fucking rock. For the casting of Nero, my super sexy, funny, awesome choice of Ryan Reynolds won by a landslide because Nero needs to be hot. Sorry, Pete. That choice was not going to work. And finally, for the casting of Gaius, and this one was really, really close, Pete's choice of James Marsden from, um, just blanked on the show. Westworld. Took the win. Also, that princess movie with Amy Adams. Enchanted. 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 So this week, we are going to be casting. We're rounding up pretty soon, getting close to being done with the Realm Reborn casting. We are going to be casting Biggs and Wedge, Papa Limo, and everyone's favorite, Sid. All right, Pete, are you ready to, uh, what is on your screen? No. Are you ready for? Our, our stream is really shitty right now, yeah, and I'm not P- sure why. They commented it's been shitty this whole episode. So um, we need to contact our cable provider. So if it's really shitty, you guys need to download the episode oh. on iTunes. <laughs> All right. So first is Biggs and Wedge. Pete, are you ready to pull up the images? We're about to find out. So I chose for my casting of Biggs and Wedge, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who was not cast earlier, and Kevin Hart, because I love these guys together. I think they are so hilarious, and I think Biggs and Wedge actually bring a really fun and playful element to the the, uh, storyline. So yeah, I think they're awesome, and I think they're great. I feel like you only picked this because we just watched Jumanji. I think it was still just a really good casting. And it may have been relevant because of that, but I also watched that other movie that they were in together, like uh, something Intelligence, and they were funny. Central, t- Central Intelligence. I like them together, and I think they kind of bring that polar opposite element that uh, Biggs and Wedge bring. I will say I picked Biggs and Wedge because I think they're big enough characters for us to actually have on this casting segment. Yeah. But they're not like starring roles in this story. I know, but this is like dream casting. I know, I realize it's dream casting, but you picked what's probably... The biggest action star, definitely the biggest it's action like the star best paid at the moment. Actor right, or the largest, most paid actor right now. And then probably the biggest comedy actor at the yes, time yeah. at, right now as well. Well, somebody did. So I actually, someone commented it should be Jack Black. I actually thought Jack Black initially, and then that was because we watched Jumanji, thinking Jack Black is what brought me to The Rock and Kevin Hart. And and I think it's perfect. And I love that I was able to find a picture of the two of them next to each other because you can just kind of see them as Biggs and Wedge. And I think it's really fun. Nuking the budget. It's gone. Budget's just out the window. There's no budget. I don't know what you're talking about. So I am writing down all of chat's ideas. So if you have any... <laughs> the, the, the production is bankrupt, oh, cops. If you it's have any done. ideas, go ahead and post them in chat. All right, Pete. So who is your casting choices? Who are... So, for Biggs and Wedge, I picked Javier Bardem and Charlene Yi. Why? So, I'm already aware you're probably going to win because you <laughs> picked two of the biggest name actors of fucking available. <laughs> but I think Javier Bardem, 
he kind of looks like Biggs in the face a little bit, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Very so, uh, prominent features. And I wasn't sure who Charlene Yee was until I looked her up. And I actually really like her as Wedge. Um, what would you say she's from? She's a comedian, uh, character really actor. Awkward. She's been in a couple movies, a couple TV Papers, shows. Something. She's Paper very hearts. funny on Conan O'Brien when yeah. I've seen her on there. Um, oh, we do have uh, from Ian Show says uh, Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. That's actually a really good combo, too. So I think I might have to try to tweet out these. Like, I don't know how it works if I tweet them out first, like if people are going to connect it with the poll when I do it, because I figured out I cannot do a picture and a poll in the same tweet. Hey, Bubba, I love you, sweetie. But I think you can try to do the pictures on this one and you're still going to lose. So I don't think you should stress it. Because my choices are perfect. I think mine is much better than yours. Oh, cops, I hate Guy Fieri, so I'm just going to know. Don't even write that one down. I fucking hate Guy Fieri. We're not shipping Guy Fieri in anyone because that dude's a fucking douche. And to be honest, I have no idea if Wedge is a guy or a girl. I just picked a girl. Yeah, he's got goggles. You can't see whether or not he's got eyelashes. That's how you know. But I think Charlene... I actually was thinking Garfunkel and Oates, Dalton. I do like Garfunkel and Oates. (laughs) Um... I think Charlene Yee looks like fucking wedge. She looks like a Lala. Like she, she definitely looks like a Lala. I actually might uh, have an idea for casting for her in the future if she, when she doesn't win this one. <laughs> I love you. All right. So next we are casting uh, Papa Limo. Shh, Ian, don't type that shit. That's don't don't give it away. All right, so I, for Papa Limo, I originally actually wanted to cast uh, someone who was already cast, whose name I'm forgetting. Oh, Hobbit. The Hob- well, what's his name? I don't remember, but I won with him. He won, so he is uh, Alfredo. And then I was like, oh, man, who's the actor who looks like him? <laughs> and that's Daniel Radcliffe. So um, my casting for uh, Papa Limo is Daniel Radcliffe. I feel like he has uh, that kind of innocence, but he also has like the really good voice because Papa Limo has an amazing voice. The voice actor was very mature, even if the face was very innocent. So I thought Daniel Radcliffe would be a good choice for that. Elijah Wood, thank you, finally. So Elijah Wood is our Alphano and Daniel Radcliffe as our Papa Limo. Oh, cops, stop complaining about the budget and just give me your wallet. All right, Pete. What was your choice for Papa Limo? So, yeah, this one should save us on the budget a little bit. Mm. And this one is a little bit iffy because I know Papa Limo's like 40 years old or whatever. Four, uh, you said four? You mean 40? 40. Yes. Um, but he's very young. I'm picking a child actor to play Papa Limo because he looks fucking young as shit, Papa Limo does. I'm picking. Noah Schnapp. Schnapp. From Stranger Things. He plays Will in Stranger Things, the one that got kidnapped, I guess, and taken to the upside down. Mm-hmm. And I think he actually is a very good actor for a child. He's uh, a young adult. He's like a teenager. He's like 14. Still a teenager. <laughs> 13 is teenager. Um. So yeah, that's my pick. I because you look at Papa Limo, you're like, that's a fucking child. Yeah. And give him lines that makes him sound a little bit more mature. And I think he'd do great. 
he obviously has. Like, I do think, though, that um, if we were going to be casting child actors for the Lollafells, that's a discussion we should have had at the beginning of this. And then the casting would need to have remained consistent. This isn't necessarily just because he's small like a Lollafell. Because he's probably almost as tall as an adult by now. I know, but I'm just saying, like, it, it, I would have I would have liked that as a conversation to decide that we are casting, like, children or younger-looking actors for all of the Lollafells because then they would maintain a consistency to that race within the movie. Hunter Alakai thinks I'm trolling with this pick, but I am not. Yeah. I think he'd do a great job at Papalimo. I think I'm going to beat your ass on this week's polling. We'll see. What the chat has to say. And finally, we are casting Final Fantasy XIV's Silver Fox, everyone's favorite sexy gray-haired man, Sid. For my choice, I wanted a man who could pull a beard and also look good with a little bit of gray, who also could kind of flirt really well with Ryan Reynolds when we get there because, you know, that's going to be happening with him and Miro. I chose Brad Pitt. Baba budget. Mm-hmm. Sexy, sexy Brad Pitt and Sid. Can you, like, who does not want to ship Ryan Reynolds and Brad Pitt? We're on, like, the secondary main characters I right don't now. care. Don't care. Sid, I don't think of Sid as secondary. Sid is fucking hot. Sid and fucking Ryan Reynolds shipping, shipping, shipped. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Happy, happy. I'm going to sleep so well that my dreams are going to be so good night. <laughs> He's a raging alcoholic. I don't know if we want that on our set either. I think that actually works for Sid. I like he's like this kind of crotchety, super sexy old man who's got a past. He needs to have a past. And we're gonna have a backstory movie for him, obviously, so that Brad Pitt can like this is just the leaping off so that you know you get introduced to him and then we get like this whole Brad Pitt like story. I mean Sid. And then we get like a whole love story of Brad of Sid and Nero. And yeah, it's just it's just amazing. And Ian show in chat says David Harbour, which was actually my secondary pick that I told you about. It was, yeah. From Stranger Things as well. He's not sexy enough. Even though I saw him on a panel for Sexy Man in Hollywood at Comic-Con year before last, still not sexy enough. It's going to be Hellboy. Yeah, he's going to be a good Hellboy. Really good Hellboy. He buffed up for that. Then he might be a little sexy with those horns broken off. K.K. McLeod says Russell, Russell Crowe. If you want that super drunken feel. He is not sexy enough. This is my criteria, you guys. I need to be able to ship those two and enjoy the flirt fest. And we're not recasting. Whoever gets cast is like, you're cast for all of them. They're not flirting. Yes, they are. They are bantering. Which is a form of flirtation. No. Yes. There's nothing. It's like my favorite form of flirtation. So yes, bantering is flirtation. Yes. Well, I don't know if my pick is going to be flirty. I actually love your pick. No, he is so bantery flirty. But he's like. But he's much older than Ryan Reynolds is. No, but so is Brad Pitt. You're supposed to be. Brad Pitt's like in his 50s. This guy's in his late 60s, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I still like your choice. But my pick is the great Jeff Bridges. Who has the hair, man. He's got like the beard and the hair already. See, I I think Jeff Bridges is a sexy man. Like, you're like, oh, he's old. I'd still hit it. Like, that's a a sexy, sexy silver fox. Yeah, but you liked... Whoa, what's his name? Indiana Jones when you were like 12 years old. Harrison Ford is fucking gorgeous. Except he, his nose got a little too big for... I thought about him for Sid, but it wasn't right. But Jeff Bridges... I'm right. Everybody's, everybody's happy with this. See? Yes. Uh, I, was I just... actually think Jeff Bridges is going to win on this voting choice. Um, 
he's totally Sid, and he's really good at banter, and he's really good at humor. Yeah, that's the main reason I picked him. Yeah, it was really lo- really difficult for me to pick um, someone, and Brad Pitt like was my th- the third actor I got to. I was, I'm being told I'm over the line. I don't know what I'm over the line about. That about Jeff Bridges being sexy. That you'd hit it. I don't know. I'd hit it. He's a hot hot man. Tasty man meat. Sid, I would say, I mean, I like shipping freaking Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds even. Like, it's supposed to be a little awkward. That's, that's the only point that I don't get is the flirting with him. I love it. Um, But yeah, I, for for me, that is my Sid. Yeah, mm-hmm. I look at him, I see Sid. I think he's going to play the banter very yes, well. Yes. I, I like I I love the Jeff Bridges like I said, you guys you can ask Pete like I went through oh god what was the first actor's name Pete uh that I chose from mm. Walking Dead oh Jeffrey Dean Morgan Jeffrey Dean Morgan and then I was thinking um possibly Idris Elba going like a total different route then I was like well how old is Matthew McConaughey and then I got to Brad Pitt and I was like okay well if you get Jeff Bridges I gotta bring Brad Pitt like there's nothing really even to like compete with him as Sid and that picture of him like that's freaking Sid that is he's so Sid so yeah but yeah I love I love these choices I think this is fun all right uh anything else you want to add to this week's uh community or community uh casting Eorzea anything else our listeners on chat want to add uh, we're, we're about to end this segment yeah get your choices in right away while you still can or uh tweet them out yes. if you're listening on the podcast I don't put up the polls for a few days we can so, still get your uh, still uh, suggestions. Get, I can only put four in at a time. So at the max That's chat, I can have two. And uh, if there's more than two, I just got to whittle them down myself. <laughs> All right. So uh, what's our news next segment? So now it's time for the community roundup partner. So we want to wish a really, really big congratulations to Mioni at YouTube.com backslash C-L-Y-S-M-C-A-S-T, Clismacast, who recently celebrated reaching over 18,000 subscribers on their YouTube channel. To celebrate this pretty fucking awesome achievement, don't downplay it, Mione, you are a badass. He's having a really great giveaway where you can win either a male or a female prince or princess attire on the mock station and it's actually open to us and eu players so we are definitely going to be sharing the link on the blog post as well as on our twitch channel right now uh, good luck guys uh last i was there i saw there were over 500 entries but you still have seven days left to enter and seriously mioni I, I remember when I first came across your channel and we were talking about you, and now you're just rocking it, dude. Your content is amazing, and you deserve it. Do not downplay it. 18,000 is a really big deal. And is consistent in the content. Yes. Not like us. No, not like us. We're, we're consistent on the podcast. We're not consistent on YouTube, that's well, for sure. Well, because we're not YouTube content creators. We are a podcast. You tried to, I, I wasn't trying to compare us to him. Um, oh, no. I'm just saying he's very good at being consistent. You're very good. Like You deserve it. Don't downplay it. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. So congratulations to Mioni. Now we have some listener reaction. Uh, from break, we have please well, get well soon. Well, wait. First, there, so there are a bunch of get well tweets for Pete's recovery. And we just picked a couple of, of the ones that made us smile. The one that made me laugh. Yeah. Get well soon. It's worth waiting two weeks. The pain. If it means you guys are healthy and happy, you bring us savage quality content. 
as it is, and I feel like it's because you're able to enjoy it, rest, and recuperate. At KK McLeod says, Feel better soon, Pete. Craft up some honey lemon tea. And Avi, we're expecting some sore throat jokes. Suck too much dick. Yeah, you did. Wando says, drink some tequila and burn the infection away. I definitely did try that a couple days. I've gotten friends really, really drunk because they were sick. I didn't actually have any 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 sore throat jokes, I know. Uh, there were there were a bunch of dick jokes this, this episode, though. Couple, I think you should be sufficiently. A couple days where I drank a lot of beer, tried to kill it. I, That's I, not strong enough. I, it needs to be the tequila. I feel really good when I drink them. Yeah, and then you feel worse and then, after. Uh, yeah, the phlegm did not go yeah, no. away. Um, at Edge Odin last tweeted, help, she heals I tank and chili UK. I need advice, guys. Or if you've heard anything from the community, got the hashtag FFXIV companion app this morning, got home, logged on to PS4, and my character is gone. Still showing in app and on Mog Station, but gone from my PS4. That would have been so shitty. So shitty. This is a lot of tweets back and forth. This is kind of why I shared this. He did get it taken care of. So if this does happen to you, just know that everything will end up okay. Yeah. But this would have been like the worst thing ever if you lost your character for like one of the shittiest apps available yes. of all time. It's a, it's the a, reason it sucks is because of the app, not I, because I of the loss of character. I checked this afternoon. It's at a 1.9 stars on the Google Play really? App Store. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's painful. Leonard Thomas says, at She Heals, I tank. What was I trying to say? What I was trying to say was that I love your show and listen when I drive back and forth home. Uh, that is for what you do every week. Thanks to make... for what you do every week to what? make. The... It was a typo. Oh. Thanks for what you do every week to make the game worthwhile. And thanks to Avi Ale for your service from one fellow sailor to another. One seaman to another. See, thank you. I, I appreciate your service as well, Leonard. And Pete, see, I'm used to reading the stuff you type and learning what words I'm supposed to say versus the ones that you actually write. I'm kind of crashing at the moment. That's okay, Anna. I know you're not, not 100%. All right. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Thank you guys for joining us tonight. Yeah. Really appreciate all of you. And I've got like the point where I can't even breathe through my nose right now. <laughs> all and right. I'm just so like, on that note, that is going to be it for this episode. As always, we have enjoyed hanging out with all of you live here on Twitch. So thank you so much for spending your time with us. It's been a really fun and interactive chat today. It makes the episode so much more fun for everyone involved uh if you haven't already be sure to hit that follow button so that you'll know the next time we will be going live and a big thank you to everyone listening to the podcast through itunes stitcher podbean and that other app that i know just came out yesterday and i haven't heard about yet i really don't give a fuck the but thank FFXIV you xiv companion app now you can't listen to us there because it sucks because it's shit but remember oh, wait, wherever you do listen it would mean a shit ton to us if you gave our little shit podcast a rating or a review or even just told a friend to check us out. So here with Vegan Pete, I'm Avi Ale, and we will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.